0: To the Hard Feelings Podcast, the mental health podcast where we talk about anxiety and depression, aka hard feelings. I'm so happy to have you back here for a third episode. I feel like my first two episodes were very introductory, you know, my mental health journey, my journey with medication, and I feel that's all very necessary context. So, you know, you know what you're getting into when you subscribe to this podcast. Subscribe, by the way, follow. I don't know what the terms are. But now we can finally get into some subjects, some specific things that have helped me on my mental health journey and today I want to talk about social media breaks we've all heard of them sometimes people announce when they're leaving they say I'm taking a social media break for a month and sometimes they just go off the grid and you have no idea where people went to but I have been taking some social media breaks lately and it's been lovely I have not been taking I feel like those are more like social media vacations right when people take off like a full week or a full month or something that's lovely I love that for them that's not realistic for me as somebody who works in social media as a content creator but what I have been doing is taking one full day off every week and I got to tell you it's made a world of difference and I had to take smaller breaks to work up to getting to that one day so I want to just tell you all about it so I want to start off by telling you what I justify is what I call more social media free days I don't call it a break I call it just my social media free time if you will for some reason the word break is triggering to me I'm like I don't want to take a break, let's just break up or be together, but anyways, so during my social media free time, basically the rules that I give myself, because I'm a Virgo, I love rules, I also have severe anxiety, so I love rules, the rules that I give myself is that I don't completely not allow myself to use my phone, I just can't go on any social media apps, so I don't go on Instagram, I don't go on Facebook, that one's really easy, I never go on Facebook anyways, but I don't go on Twitter, I don't go on TikTok, that's the toughest one, I love endlessly scrolling TikTok for hours every day. The only thing I'll allow myself to do is sometimes I'll let myself go on YouTube if I want to watch a video or something YouTube is one of those social media sites where yeah, it's technically social media But I kind of think of it as the same as TV at this point Like if you're watching this podcast right now on YouTube, are you really participating in social media? Like I guess if you're commenting, you know And if you're going back and forth in the comments with people, but I don't really think of YouTube as social media So I still let myself watch YouTube videos as long as I'm just watching, you know, I'm not like scrolling through the comments driving myself nuts that way. So those are my parameters for myself and my social media free time. And I gotta tell you, when I first started taking this full social media free day, I do it on Sundays, by the way, um, it was a challenge. I was surprised by the amount of times I just clicked on Instagram or TikTok without even thinking, like just took out my phone and just clicked on App and just started scrolling and had to be like, whoa, what am I doing? Like it wasn't even a conscious decision I was making It's like the muscle memory of picking up your phone and just instantly clicking on a social media app is wild and honestly very horrifying But over time I did start to get used to it and really I said I don't not let myself use my phone at all on my social media free days But it is a little easier to just plug your phone into the charger and leave it in the other room You know, I'll take it with me if I'm going out and about for safety reasons, but it is Honestly just easier to put the phone away unless you're listening to music and that brings me to my next point of how I deal with the temptation to go on these freaking social media apps and music is a big one for me I know with my anxiety. I just can't deal with the silence in my brain I think a lot of us can relate to that of just feeling like I need to be doing something You know, that's why I flock to tiktok and scroll on there for hours because it's something either than the voice in my head criticizing me telling me things to be worried about so it's nice to have something else to listen to and when that can't be social media I like to listen to music because for me music is something to drown out those critical voices in my head without being as much of a distraction and it feels more productive. I don't know there's just so much music that I've been listening to lately that feels like it was made for me on this step of my mental health journey. Boy Genius is a band I've been super into lately. I actually want to do a whole episode on their various songs that relate to mental health and how they have helped me through my mental health journey. Revolution Zero is one that I recommend for all of you. It's a very good song. But yeah, I find that listening to music that helps me process mental health things feels better than going on social media. So that's something I do when I'm tempted to go on social media. Getting outside is another great way to deal with the temptation of wanting to go on social media. Sometimes I find with these social media breaks or taking social media free time, people have really hard and fast rules about it. And I think that blocks a lot of people out from even trying you know saying you can't be on your phone at all Or if you are you have to turn it on airplane mode You can't use anything on your phone at all like for me making those guidelines of I can't use social media But I can still use my phone makes this a lot more attainable for me. I can listen to music on my phone I can take pictures. I love taking pictures on my social media free Sundays Oh my gosh, I always have such beautiful pictures because instead of pulling out my phone to take a video for Instagram or something, I just take a picture and enjoy the moment and have that picture solidify the memory for me. But another thing I did, I meant to mention this earlier, um, to work up to my full social media free Sundays, I take an entire day off, was taking social media free mornings. I still do this. I'm like trying to add on as much social media free time as possible. My ultimate goal would be to not go on social media until like noon every day and to be off of it by like 5 p.m. every day that would be ideal for me and then to take the entire weekends off that is like my goal And what I have in mind, but right now what I'm doing is having social media free mornings So I don't go on my phone usually until like 11 a.m. sometimes a little earlier. I wait for context. I wake up around 8 a.m. 8.30, 9 o'clock if I'm really being honest with you and then I do my home morning routine. I like to do dance workout videos in the morning and then I like to go for a walk outside. Sometimes I come back and journal and then when I'm like starting my workday. I'll go on social media because as mentioned earlier, I am a social media content creator, so I don't really have the choice to not go on at all throughout the day because I need to post things. I am trying to treat it more like a creator rather than a consumer. That's a tip for my fellow content creators out there. Sometimes we can just go on Instagram to post our videos and then leave and we don't need to scroll endlessly for hours, wild, I know. (laughs) But yeah, it's really nice to take the morning. I think sometimes people on TikTok call this a low-dose Dopamine morning routine. I don't think that's what I'm doing because I get a lot of dopamine from the exercising and from going outside and from the coffee that I drink, but I don't go on social media at all in the morning. But again, I don't not allow myself to go on my phone at all because if I see that my mom's texted me, yeah, I'll text her back. I won't make her wait three hours for me to respond. Also, my boyfriend bikes to work so I like to check in on his location and make sure that he got there safely. So I think all of these things make it a lot easier to take your social media break like not making it so that you can't use your phone at all not making it so that you can't do anything on your phone at all can't respond to anyone you have to be off the grid i've heard some people do that they want to be like completely off the grid all morning do not contact anyone do not communicate with anyone my anxiety oh boy that makes me nervous to think about what if someone has an emergency and needs to call me you know so I definitely allow myself to be on my phone just in case of emergencies in the morning and then oh, I really do want to get off my phone at night and my goal my small goal what I'm working on right now is to try to get off social media an hour before bed I know it's not a lot but uh, it's like with all of this, you have to work up to it. I've had so many social media breaks I've attempted to go on and tried and instantly failed because I tried to go to all or nothing. I tried to say I'm gonna be off my phone by 8 p.m. and then by 8.30, I wanted to be on Instagram so bad that I just went on it, you know? So I think it's a lot easier to start with these small goals like not going on social media first thing in the morning. That's something I used to do frequently where I rolled over, turned off my alarm and sat in bed and scrolled on social media for a half hour before getting up in the morning. And hey, if that's something that is helping you get out of bed in the morning and it's working for you, that's great. But for me, it was having me start off the day in a really weird headspace because I'd see something on Instagram. I'd read a comment that wasn't positive and it would just get me started off in a weird headspace. And it felt like, I always use this comparison with my anxiety brain. My anxiety brain feels like having many, many, many tabs open on a computer and the computer starts to function more slowly because it has too many tabs open. You can think of it on your phone too, having a bunch of tabs open on Safari. So when I start off my day with social media, it's just adding tabs open, adding extra tabs. Whereas if I don't, I really just have that one tab open of focusing on my morning routine and focusing on myself And I get a lot more clarity that way, especially when I'm out for my walks in the morning Ugh, you can take a morning walk. You're gonna get so much clarity. Oh my gosh, it's nice and quiet out You're out there in nature I just I feel so good going on my walks in the morning and not being on social media right when I wake up Sorry, a butterfly just went by. Oh, cute! And if you're really having trouble with the temptation, they do make apps that can stop you from going onto social media apps. I very briefly use the app OneSec, which you set it up to various social media platforms and every time you click on the icon on your phone, it'll make you take a deep breath and then it'll ask you if you still want to go onto the app and it'll tell you how many attempts you've made to go on the app in the last 24 hours. I had a friend ask me a couple weeks ago how I was able to get to the full day off of social media because she was like, I just won't do that for myself. Like, I just cannot, convince myself to do it, the temptation is too high. And I told her the temptation was really high for me for a while, I've been doing these social media free Sundays for like the last three months now, I think, consistently. And really what it is for me is that I just needed to get through one day and recognize how I felt afterwards. And I felt so good after my social media free Sunday. And I felt so much more excited to get back on the next day, like I felt like I entered social media the next day in a better headspace where I was like, ooh, what was everybody up to yesterday? I'm excited to show pictures from my social media every Sunday because I think in this modern age of social media, we feel this pressure to post about things we're doing right as we're doing them. Oh, I'm out to breakfast eating this beautiful French toast. I gotta take a picture of it and post it right now while my friend who I'm eating with is waiting to eat because of me, you know? And I'm not saying, I'm not trying to demonize that because you do you. You take your beautiful picture of your red velvet French toast that looks amazing and you gotta get the picture up. But I I challenge you to wait to post about it. One, for safety reasons, because you don't want people to know the location that you're at when you're at it. Even if you're not a content creator, I just think that's good safety practices. But yeah, taking the social media Sundays off has really been affirming for me that I don't need to have this instant gratification of posting about something as it's happening. You know I never post in a place when I'm there, but I'll post like as soon as I'm away from that place and I'm taking pictures of everything to post on social media all day And it's been kind of fun to not do that and sometimes I'll post pictures the next day of something I did But lately, I've just been letting those memories be those memories. I still take pictures, but I just keep them for myself I'm like, I don't need to update people on what I was doing on my break. It can just be for me. And it's taken me a while to get there. My first month of doing social media free Sundays, I felt like I needed to announce my goodbye every time. Like on Sunday morning, I'd come on my stories just to be like, by the way, I'm not gonna be on Instagram today. As if everybody is just waiting for my update on the day and is going to miss me if I'm gone for one day. But yeah, I would like announce my departure and I haven't done that in a long while now, I just, don't show up on Sundays and nobody notices. And maybe this is like very niche because I am a content creator, but even before I was a content creator, I would still go on social media every day and it still affected me negatively. Even if I wasn't getting comments that were negative on my own stuff, you know, the nature of social media, you try to curate this perfect feed for yourself where you only follow wonderful people, but people are people. And sometimes people are going to post things that are upsetting to you. And you know, the doom scrolling is a big Issue too. A lot of us follow news sources, and you know, it's a big world, and a lot of bad things happen every day. A lot of good things happen every day, too, but it can be really overwhelming to see that constantly and it does lead to doom scrolling. That's why Twitter is an app that I rarely go on at all anymore. I'm thinking about just deleting it, but every once in a while, every once in a while I wanna go in and like check on a current situation that's happening because Twitter is so good at just like posting quick updates but it really just makes me feel so bad every time I'm on there. I've curated such a toxic space with all of the people that I follow. Not that they're bad people, just that I get a lot Of news and I get a lot of our people arguing with other people and often for good reason. Often they are arguing for good reason and making good points but it just doesn't feel good on my heart to see those things all the time and it doesn't move me forward in any way. I think for a long time I justified my Twitter usage to myself being like I need to be informed. I need to know all of the news that's going on right now or else I'm not a responsible citizen and I reject that. Now, I I think it is important to stay informed, of course, for your own safety and for the safety of others, but the level of informed I was was not benefiting me or anyone else. Knowing the awful takes of every person on the internet does not benefit me in any way. Reading threads, reading 100 plus long threads of people just arguing back and forth and both having no intention to understand each other. Sometimes it's just one side that doesn't wanna understand the other, but either way, like, it, it doesn't move me forward, and that's what I'm trying to think about now. And I'm not one of these people who thinks all social media is bad. I think social media creates community in a way that our ancestors never thought possible. I mean, the fact that I have friends all over the world that I've met through social media is so freaking cool, and getting to learn about things that I never would have had access to, getting to see other cultures through live streams, videos, tweets, everything. Just reading about it is so amazing that people get to share that stuff with each other. But with that also comes information overload, like I was talking about with Twitter. It doesn't always benefit us to know every single piece of information out there, and especially those of us like me who have severe anxiety, who are highly sensitive people, hypersensitive people. It it affects us especially, and I read something a few years ago back in 2020 that basically said it was referring to fatigue, activist fatigue, like basically saying when you care about all of these different causes so much to the point where you're doom scrolling and reading about them constantly and you move yourself to the point of burnout where now you can't help anymore. And that's not a good place to be, right? You don't wanna be doom scrolling so constantly that you just feel so weighed down by all of the bad things that happen in the world every day. A lot of good things happen in the world every day too, but a lot of bad things do too. And when you're seeing that constantly, it's gonna burn you out. It's gonna push you to a place where you feel kinda hopeless. And I've been there many, many times and it doesn't feel good. And it doesn't put me in a place where I can help, you know, it might put me in a place where I'm gonna send a donation to an organization and I think that's lovely, but I can't actually get up and do something about it and it just doesn't put me in a place where I can create. Positive change for the world. It puts me in a place where I feel defeated and I don't want to be in a place where I feel defeated I feel like we've gotten off on an interesting tangent here in this video But at the same time it makes sense because I'm talking about social media breaks, right? And I think we all need a break from the doom scrolling Oh my gosh, if you're doom scrolling right now while you're listening to this podcast, this is your sign stop stop doing it. It's not going to move you forward. It's not going to change the world. You need to prioritize your mental health above all else. I have made that my priority this year, taking care of myself before I take care of anyone else because you know what? When I take care of myself, I'm able to care for other people a lot better because I actually have the mental capacity to do it. So yeah, that's all I have to say about the subject right now. Like I said, I am working towards taking more social media free time. One of these nights, I am going to have a social media free evening and it's going to be lovely. I'm going to have Saturdays and Sundays off of social media. I'm going to get on as more of a creator than a consumer and it's going to be wonderful and I hope you'll follow along the journey with me. So thanks so much for listening to this week's episode of the Hard Feelings Podcast. I appreciate you so much. If you could please give this video a thumbs up if you're watching on YouTube. Rate the podcast if you're on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Follow me on Apple Music or Spotify. I keep saying Apple Music follow us on Apple Podcast or Spotify. I would love to have you back here every week. New episodes every Friday and I'll talk to you next time. Bye!